SMB Wisdom acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands upon which we have recorded this podcast today. We pay our respects to Elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Hello and welcome to the SMB Wisdom podcast, coming to you from the land of the Yuggera and Turrbal people. My name is Alice Rue and I'm a partner at SMB Advisory, the proud sponsors of this podcast. The SMB Wisdom podcast is a forum to provide value tips for business owners from an extended network of experts on their topics of expertise. I'm so very blessed to have an amazing network of people who are fabulous at what they do. They might be accountants, lawyers, business owners, or any number of individuals that day in, day out, deal with the issues and problems that can plague small and medium business owners and come up with solutions, outcomes, and results to assist. It's now my mission to bring some of this knowledge to small and medium business owners to assist them in making their good businesses great and their great businesses fabulous. Now on with today's episode. Hello everyone and thank you for joining us again today for our SMB Wisdom Reflection Series for 2022. Uh, 2022 has been another year like no other um, where we've started to live and work through a different lens. In this series, I'm privileged to speak with a series of guests that might also happen to be my contacts, friends and colleagues about the milestones they've reached, challenges they've faced and lessons they've learned throughout the course of 2022. As an insolvency practitioner, I do like to look at the learnings that come about from businesses or ventures that might find themselves in distress in order to advise others on how to attempt to mitigate against making similar mistakes in the future. And in the same vein, I like to look to my colleagues, contacts and friends to hear what they've experienced and learnt from their different experiences as I think it builds towards a wealth of knowledge. And this is why in this series, I'm talking with a number of esteemed and accomplished individuals to see what 2022 has meant to them the lessons that have been learned and what might be ahead for 2023. Today, I'm thrilled to be talking to Simone Pentis, the founding and managing director of Advantage Partners, lawyers. Simone brings a background of extensive experience over her 22 plus years working as a corporate and commercial lawyer, as well as managing her own business for over 14 years. Simone is passionate about business, what is needed to establish and grow strong, sustainable and valuable businesses and get effective deals done to achieve her clients' goals and aspirations. Simone works with businesses to assist their general day-to-day -day commercial and corporate matters with a particular focus on franchising, business sales and purchases and intellectual property protection. Simone has assisted in the design and establishment of various franchise systems and their international expansion. In her franchising specialty, Simone works with franchisors, master franchisees, and individual and multi-site franchisees to establish strong foundations for success and to achieve their best deals. Simone previously managed and operated the legal departments for um, national and international networks, including Minor DKL Group, previously the Coffee Club Group, and Bath Card. Simone has presented at legal and business events throughout Australia and internationally, judged state and national business and franchising awards, been interviewed on radio and podcasts, as well as spoken, presented, and have been involved in submissions before and to federal and state government bodies and representatives. The Deputy Chair of the Queensland Law Society Franchising Committee and Committee Member of the Franchise Council of Australia, the Queensland Chapter, Simone recently established Business Maximizers Club, a Facebook network for entrepreneurs interested in growing the value of their business to sell or expand. Welcome, Simone. Thanks for having me, Alice. 
Oh, and I should add there as well that we have interviewed Simone for the SMB Wisdom podcast proper. It hasn't been released yet. We'll do that um, in one of our early 2023 sessions on um, preparing your business for sale, I think it was. Uh, Simone, it was a great chat. So um, that is, that's something to look forward to as well. Um, I'll start off today by asking you what traditional land you're coming to us from. I'm from the uh, Yugambeh language region. Excellent. Down on the Gold Coast. Yes. Lovely sunny day today. I must admit, um, we had massive storms overnight last night, and I'm not didn't um, expect the sun to come out as nicely as it has. But it's a beautiful day today. It is a wonderful day. I'm hoping it's going to stay to the night because I'm potentially going to go out to an event tonight, which is out in the sun or out in the uh, dark. But hopefully, the elements environment. Yes. No, absolutely, and it makes it a lot easier, doesn't it, when it's not pelting with rain. Simone, we've almost made it to the end of 22. It's been a bit of a year. I know that you've had a, a particularly sort of busy and, and frantic year as well. Um, do you want to kick off today by telling us, you know, what did 2022 mean to you? Oh, 22 has been a very interesting year. I don't know if I've said the word interesting so many times in the last <laughs> year than I have possibly in the last few years, even given COVID. <laughs> so wow. um, I think it's been a year where, it's people have started to really come out and want to do things and, and start creating a life. People have had time, particularly during COVID, to rethink a lot of their mm. life, their values, where they want to be at. And for that, that has made some radical changes to people's lives and their businesses, what they want to do, um, and their priorities. Mm-hmm. So it's either been seeing the changes in my own family, seeing the changes with clients, seeing the changes with staff or with client staff. Mm. And it's it's been a year, I don't know, a bit of transformation for a lot of people. Um, But I also think it's been a bit exhausting year for many because they've gone through the period of having to review themselves, potentially make changes which aren't as easy, and then work out, well, how do I go? Now that I know I want to make a change, Mm. where do I go now? So... From the business life, I suppose, I mean, we've just launched a new franchise system for one of our clients. So that's about to be launched. Uh, It's actually in the process of being launched now. They're starting to promote it, which is wonderful. That's very exciting, yeah. So this year was the year where they've sort of taken their business to the next level and are launching it. And, you know, it's a a great, um, it's a mobile franchise which focuses on the um, ice cream industry. And it's a great new, yeah, we're all very excited. So it's now being launched. And I've had another other Good time people. of year for it. Mm-hmm. Especially in Australia <laughs> with the sun. Exactly. But um, we've also had other clients who have grown their franchise businesses and others who've looked towards licensing. But I've seen, particularly the last half of the year, mm-hmm. a lot of people sort of starting to want to go into partnerships or groups oh. of other people to buy businesses. I've seen more this year than I have for a while. So yeah. um, right at the moment we're doing, um, this week, we're doing two shareholders agreements. Yeah, wow. Okay. So I think it's just people are wanting to take a change. And, again, I think some of them, because they don't know where next step, they may be gathering yeah. other people around them to go. So, uh, and I've just seen, I don't know, more appreciation for people's business and brand, just protecting, um, I mean, trademarks, registration. We do a lot of that, and that's been increasing yeah. recently. So I I think this year has been a year where people are saying, okay, I need to make a change. Um, I'm Mm. now going to take steps towards it. 
Some of them are a bit unsure. And so we've had meetings with people sort of working out what is the strategy to go Mm -hmm. next stage. And for me, that's been quite invigorating because Mm -hmm. we're helping people take that next step. But it's also been very confronting as well because people have to review what they've done. And, you know, while law is so exciting and enjoyable and fun, um, sometimes for some weird reason people think that, you know, lawyers may be black hatting a few of their ideas or putting little extra steps to be done before they can get to the exciting stuff or asking those questions which are, don't really want to uh, rock the boat. Everything's all good at the moment. Yeah, wow. Um, and, you know, where we're thinking is our goal is we want to help you grow strong and fast to where you want to go and create what you want to create. But to do that, we need to get strong foundations and sometimes deal with those things that aren't as exciting or things that, you know, have to be dealt with now or you probably see it, what happens later on if Absolutely. you don't do it now, the crying, the, you know, everything happens later on. So it's this the year, foundations, right? You know, yeah, and you then, talk about the building, the, the um, you're having a strong foundation for a house, you know, and then mm. talk about, you know, you don't build a house on sand and you don't build a house on, you know, the rickety, you know, rocks. You need to have a really strong foundation so that the house can withstand, you know, the the environment that will come afterwards. And I don't think businesses are any different. And you're right, it's not the sexy part, is it, when you're trying to sort out the terms and conditions and making sure that all the um, the agreements at the front end are um, <laughs> Are quite watertight, um, but it's so necessary. Simone, I totally agree with you. I think Sorry, it's I think that so. part. Of, yeah, I think it's that part of taking the next step now because people have, you know, they've gone through so much, and we have, and we've jumped so much ahead. I believe in technology, but also in perspectives. I think as a, you know, even as a cultures, we have jumped so much ahead. Although I have to say, there's some countries I'm querying that, but um, you know, we've jumped so much ahead that people are now taking that extra step and I think there's more of a, a going for it mm. and or maybe a bit more confidence in just taking next steps and respecting where we're at. But that's also had the flow-on effect I've seen the last year of staff um, yeah. where some of them are now going through their own dreams mm-hmm. but others are also sort of putting up, here's my boundaries. Mm. And it's um, I even had a discussion just recently with someone where they were saying that they're offering a lot more money for a role, but the person was saying, you know, don't care. I it's want the flexibility yeah. of wow. life is now. And I'm seeing a bit more of that from other people as well, as well as query of, you know, previously there was a bit more of an in-house culture. Mm. And now people are having a bit more flexibility, which I think is great because it's appreciating that, you know, you don't have to do the old stereotype of nine to five in the office to create what you need to create. But, there are some reasons why some parties do need to be in the office, particularly around training and culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to have that relationship with people in your workplace that maybe keeps you there longer, mm-hmm. then if you're not connecting with people, um, particularly well, now that we know connection is so important, so important. Yes. people are a bit more flexible about moving around. Mm-hmm. So I think this year has been a very interesting year to see those changes and for we're probably going a bit towards next year, but the mm. big word that I'm for me feeling, mm. I even went to a um, franchise council event recently where the word that came out was the same word that I'm just feeling, which is opportunity. Yes, I think that's the so important. Yeah, opportunities that positivity of there's so many opportunities out there. Mm. We've gone through a bit of the hard slog now, we've started mm. to take steps forward, and now we're I think we're ready to take the jump. 
Yeah, and it's interesting you say that. I, I think, you know, that's coupled with what I was just about to ask you in terms of whether or not, you know, you're seeing specific trends with your clients and, and different things, if there's anything. But what I'm taking from, you know, your, your conversation right now is that we're stepping outside our comfort zone a little bit more in order to try and explore what is next and maybe what is the best, um, you know, trying to sort of really have a good go, you know, find what opportunities exist, um, you know, to get the best out of our business life that we can. Do you think that would be fair to say? Definitely, definitely. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely seeing that. And um, and I think there's almost like a, a speedy uh, push at the moment for people to even just rethink where everything's at, at the moment. I know um, I, look, I love learning. Um, I love learning. It's I like sort of the situation of me learning as a, a business person, mm-hmm. a lawyer, and as well as, you know, from I suppose as a mother and other aspects of well, mm-hmm. my life as well. Um, and I learned to improve my life, my business life, my family life, but also to follow on and, you know, let my clients see what I'm learning and oh. like help them to use their things. And for some reason, at the moment, we are quite busy because it's end of year. Let's yeah. get to the end of the year. Let's wrap everything up. <laughs> everything wants it done. Yeah, everyone wants a clean slate to get into the new year, don't they? Yeah, the Christmas tree's out. We've got, we actually have our own Santa with the countdown. It's about um, it's about a meter tall, meter meter, just over a meter tall, and he has a big countdown. So the countdown's being done. We're all quite excited about that. Um, But of course, I decided to do two business challenges this week. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing quite like you know adding on top at the end of the year. No. So can you tell uh, me a little bit about them, or is that is that something that you you care to share? Just even generally, I mean, that's interesting. I like the two business challenges. The things that sometimes things come to you where you think, oh, I'm not mm. sure if this is my thing or this may be a bit out of it, but what the hell? It's a different perspective. Yeah. I want to hear a different perspective. I'm, I'm, I love learning. I love seeing what things done. So one was, um, it's Kerman Ray. Mm-hmm. So doing a five-day challenge at the moment, mm-hmm. um, which has been really interesting. Some of the stuff I've, I'm aware of already from learning other experiences, but others, it's a nice take. Plus being a challenge, it forces you to take action. Mm. And step out of your comfort zone and do things. So that was one of them. And the other one was Rachel Rogers. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. How to be a millionaire. Hello seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, her, she's uh, an ex lawyer who's given up law and has gone into sort of business coaching, um, which has been quite interesting. And I've heard her speak before. I'm part of think tank of international lawyers where she actually mm-hmm. presented to a small group where I was part of. And I was just reading her book only this week for a book club. Okay. I mean, um, and uh, and we, we know some of the people in that book club. Um, yeah. I was very uh, lucky to have actually it all set up by Element Business Accounting. Oh, fabulous, yeah. So uh, Alicia and Teresa organised it. It's mm-hmm. been a fantastic thing to do. And it all seemed to happen at one go where, you know, the book has, I'm reading the book and she did a challenge as well. And I thought, okay, Why let's, not? let's learn more. So, and I have learnt things for me to take into next year. Great. Um, and I've actually put some of the things in place already, which is great. That's and there's things that I can definitely share with my clients to help them too. So it's for me, it's invigorating, but also there are things you can put in place immediately. And mm-hmm. one of the things I've taken out of both those things is mindset, yeah. the importance of mindset. mindset. So important. How it is so important to have the right mindset to reprogram. You can reprogram your mindset. You just don't have to do it. And you've got to catch yourself. Mm. Um, then it's also the aspect of the importance of having plans and strategies of, you know, respecting your boundaries. 
mm. and to you know know your value yeah to know oh, the value and how to actually communicate it yeah. and um uh, i think that's for me and for my clients something that's very important is you know respecting their boundaries knowing their boundaries as well as respecting mm. it but also understanding the value they have now and that they can create mm-hmm. planning on how do we grab that value and mm-hmm. how do we use it to best help you to take your business to the next level mm-hmm. and for you to actually be creating something which is sustainable yep. and wanted by other parties as well. Yeah, absolutely. And also interesting to you because, you know, you need to have that investment and buy into your business yep. as well so that you can share that with, um, you know, your clients or your potential customers and the people who are interacting with you. Um, Simone, I wonder whether or not, do you in your um, Business Maximizers Club, your Facebook group, do you often sort of put out their challenges to other people that they can take up um, to be able to uh, to look at these sorts of things as well? So everything that you've said there makes perfect sense. But, you know, it still takes time, doesn't it, just to stop and think and actually acknowledge those things and the busyness that we have of life and um, in the busyness of running around. It's like, what you're talking about is, you know, conversing your value, appreciating what you've got, the boundaries that you're setting, all of that stuff is, is super important. Mm. Um, it makes sense. You know, I don't often think it's, it's not rocket science, but you still need to stop, uh, yeah. acknowledge that it's there. And sometimes these challenges are a great way of doing that. Well, I think a lot of the stuff we actually do know. We know a lot of this stuff, but the thing is we don't actually put into practice. And mm. part of that we are so working in our businesses mm-hmm. or or managing all our other thing, aspects of our life that we don't work on what's on the business. And mm-hmm. that was the reason I created Business Maximizers Club was mm-hmm. to encourage people to find a community, a network they can work together to actually work on the business so we're creating stronger business to then exit however you want to exit. And you may not, may, may not want to exit or you mm-hmm. may want to sell your business or get investors in or franchise or licence um, or just add an extra brand onto your business. Mm. But most of us, we get so busy working in the business, we don't actually look at the exit. We don't actually mm. look at what are our opportunities and options. So the idea of the group was to actually have that um, community that encourages and supports each other as well as shares that knowledge and tips. Now, this mm-hmm. year we've been sharing it, uh, you know, I've been sharing where I can extra knowledge and tips, even just like, for example, grant information uh, that people That's can great. use. Um, or tips of heads up on certain laws, or just tips I've learned from my experience of preparing businesses for sale and mm. things that have either increased the value of the sale or yeah. have decreased the risk of losing a great buyer or the cost. Yeah. But you know, from this, these two programs and other things I've been doing, I do yeah. need to get my finger out <laughs> and yeah. actually have some more challenges probably introduced into the group. So a bit more okay. active. So the plan for next year is... Um, to actually put and continue to put the knowledge, share the knowledge, but mm. we will probably do a few more maybe webinars on educational yeah, and activities you can actually yeah. do so people just don't continually all read the book and then put it away. Um, yeah. I remember, God, a few years ago now, but when I was doing my law degree, they used to have a joke about everyone would take their books, all their law books, um, and just stick them on the um, photocopy machine mm-hmm. and just print them. Half yes. the time, people would not read what, read what they've printed out, but there used to be this theory of did people think there was osmosis? <laughs> Between the photocopier coming yes. in. 
<laughs> the actual act of photocopying these pages, picking the pages, photocopying them, would they somehow magically come oh, into right. the knowledge? Because yeah. it used to be the joke of, because um, I was a mm. teaching fellow at one stage as well, that, you know, people just photocopy all this stuff all the time and then they may look at what they photocopied. It might just stay in a, in a folder somewhere, but, you know, we'll hope that it makes its way into the brain somehow. Oh, oh I love that, Simone. Yeah, absolutely. So um, there's so much to unpack and to go through with that um, amazing work that you're doing. And also, um, I think, you know, you to be commended for the, you know, the foresight that you're having into 2023 already, which is really great. I think it's a good time to set us up for for the new year. But if we look back on 2022, did you have any major milestones that you sort of wanted to, to hit on? Obviously having clients that are, you know, launching their franchise systems, that, that's huge. And I would imagine you get a lot out of that. That would be very rewarding. Well, we had one of our clients, uh, we had actually a few clients this year who bought multi-businesses. Um, multi so one uh -huh. of them, um, I think I might mention this when I was selling last in the last mm -hmm. podcast, was they've now finished, they've done their fifth settlement um, within... Mm -hmm. 2017, they came to us. So um, and now it's business. And I had another client who's, you know, been getting towards that, who's you know, a few actually who are getting towards that, which is quite exciting, and others who yes. we've helped their journey where they're actually, we worked with them and they first bought their businesses because mm -hmm. they were multi as well. And now they're basically selling them off and they're going to their new chapter and new business ventures. So that's been wow. quite great. Otherwise, I suppose for us it's been, We've been moving forward. We've grown the team this year a bit. Um, we've started doing more activities that were things I probably didn't think I would ever touch upon um, in, in both learning okay. and my knowledge basis as well as implementing into the business. So it's been a bit of a transformational year because we've, we've known where we wanted to go, but this year we've actually started putting the resources more so to, okay, you know, if you want to achieve this, there's two aspects. One's you need to get the leads and the sales, mm -hmm. but you also need to scale the business to be able to provide the services. Yes, that's right. Um, so it's been looking at sort of, you know, where have we got um, our team, our tech, our systems. Um, that's been a bit of a focus this year. Mm -hmm. As well as then looking at, you know, where we're, what we're offering, where's the value we provide, and is there better ways for us to provide that value that we can look yeah. at? So it's, it's a review, a review of a lot of factors. And one of the things I'll be doing is um, whenever January begins, we take a little bit of time off. Mm -hmm. I actually come back a week early to just work on the business purely. I love really that. Look at plans, look at, really look at everything and, and analyse these things I'm talking to you about now. You know, where mm -hmm. have we increased our reach in um, the social media aspect as well as the general marketing, referrals, um, I said this, this year we've, we've achieved a lot in sort of increasing the business, increasing um, the tech and the people in our teams. So yeah. now it's sort of looking at what we've got in place. Is it right for us? Do we need to adapt it? Do we need to change it? And how do we keep on going that trajectory? Yeah, that's excellent. I think that's just phenomenal. And I guess in looking to that, um, and, and given the review that you've done, have you seen any, and I love both the challenges and the lessons together, because I think they both sort of go hand in hand. When we have challenges, we often learn from them. Um, throughout the course of 2022, have you had any sort of challenges and, and I guess respective lessons that have come from that? Well, I suppose some of the challenges has been, as I said, having the new tech. I'm not the most IT savvy. That can be a challenge. <laughs> yes, that itself can be a fun aspect. 
Um, then it's, I suppose, when you bring new team people on, um, it's looking at, all right, there's different, particularly for people you haven't worked with before. Yeah, absolutely. Over the years, I've generally been very lucky that a lot of my team have been people I've worked with previously. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's been an easier sort of... That's isn't it? Yeah. It's an easier induction. So it's, it's, and when you're dealing with different people from different backgrounds, it's, we want to create that culture of, you know, we want this to be long-term, not just short-term situation. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's those usual, you know, the, the growing pains, I think, of a lot of people of, we've been around for a number of years, but we're taking our business to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's also been connected back to before respecting our boundaries, respecting mm-hmm. the team's boundaries. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's something where, you know, we're telling clients they need to do that, but we also need to do it ourselves. And when you love working with certain people, when you love doing what you do, um, you don't always maybe respect those boundaries that you need for sustainability. So I And suppose- that's really important, isn't it? That's the whole thing about if you keep pouring out of the jug but there's nothing left in the jug, then you can't keep, you know, um, trying to help other people whilst you're so- depleted. You need to be able to sort of top up your resources and, you know, be sustainable in, in within yourself and your business so that you can help others to the, the fullest of your ability. Right. Yeah, I mean, that is that is a great analogy of that water um, pouring out. So I think for us, it, the challenges this year have been knowing where we need to go but then having to take the action. Mm-hmm. So, you know, walking the talk, we've tried to do that more this year and just those aspects. And then I suppose it's also just you know, taking a step back and just, you know, respecting ourselves and our boundaries and then enforcing it. Mm-hmm. And that is not always easy to do when you have let your boundaries no. become basically jelly that can be moved around when now you're trying to put those boundaries as a bit more of a cement wall with maybe a few little door entries back and forth occasionally but um there's a key you know and you have to be so i think that's been the challenges this year and i think that's really great and i guess the lessons from that as you said is to sort of look at and respect those boundaries and i guess treat yourself and your business the same way as you're trying to have and assist your clients uh, in treating them and their businesses as well I suppose one other thing would probably be in the more legal aspect is that we, and you'd see this, I'd say, we become even more regulated this year. There's been a lot of new laws coming through, um, a lot of requirements people have to meet. Um, Mm -hmm. Look, the last few months have been crazy. Part of it was government IDs for directors. Yeah, yeah. Then then, um, there's been changes to unfair term laws that can kick in in 12 months' time. Um, and then probably the big thing in particular for me has been the franchising changes. We have mm-hmm. had some big franchise changes this year. Um, part of what was the franchise register, which you've never, ever had previously. Okay. And part of that is also educating people on these changes, the government ID changes, the unfair term changes, the franchise register and, and you know, other changes that happen legally mm-hmm. where, yes, it is a challenge in some respects to get that foundation fixed up and in place. But mm-hmm. once you create it, there actually are benefits for some. Maybe I don't agree with all the legal changes or the extent of the legal changes, mm-hmm. but there are a number of reasons why some of these were introduced for good reason. Yeah. And it can be sometimes challenging to explain that to people when they're having to do the process, particularly mm-hmm. when the government, can I suggest, doesn't make it easy to yeah. do certain aspects. Especially um, when the process is new, right? You know, and when the process is new and everyone has amazing ideas of what it should look like, 
but sometimes the practicalities don't flow through from there. At least a little bit down the track, you can shave the edges off a little bit. But yeah, when it's new, it can be particularly difficult. Yes, yeah, so I had one client um, just recently where um, let's just say uh, it was an, it's an interesting situation because uh, at the end of the meeting, we're on a Zoom. His hair is sticking up all over the place because he's been running his fingers through it. Because I've been explaining to him, yes, we have to do it, but it's not really a choice now. We yeah, have to, yeah. and um, and because he's allowed certain things to happen, it took a bit more work than usual to get him on. Mm-hmm. But it was explaining the situation of yes, this is frustrating, but once it's done, it is done, and you're actually from this process that we've been working on because you've put things off for so long, it's now forced you to go through these things. You actually now have a better idea of where you're at. You actually have a better idea to be able to go these next two steps because you've had to go through this. Mm. It just forced certain people in some areas to actually, you know, what they've been putting off, we deal with now because there's a deadline. And that's the mm. advantage of challenges. There's a deadline. And when we've got a deadline, it forces us to move faster and do things. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, it's look, the last few months in particular, there's been family events, there's been work events there's been conferences i've been i was on the organizing committee for one of the um, legal symposiums recently um there's been speaking engagements so it has been a lot of things happen in sort of for some reason everyone decided let's do some of the law changes and let's do some of the events all in three all months. at the same time yeah yeah it, it makes sense right what do they yeah. say you give it to a busy person when you when you're busiest that's when you get the most done apparently um i like to even things out myself but apparently that's the uh, that's the analogy well, that's probably one of the big learnings from this year as well is the importance of delegating. I think we all know it, but um, I think a lot of people who are, particularly if you're a bit of a perfectionist, um, it is not as easy to delegate. But if you want sustainability, if you want growth and you want it faster, you've got to start learning where you can do that. And I think it's about demonstrating that to your team as well because I think, you know, you're very... Um, well, I know for me anyway, I'm sort of yeah, very pro-delegation in terms of our management team and people that we're working with. And, you know, as soon as there's another layer underneath, well, let's see how can we um, assist, you know, support you in delegating to other people that we've got to support you. Um, but if you're not leading by example in terms of that delegation and you're still trying to take, which I do sometimes, um, you know, well, I'm going to do this and it's easier if I do it. Um, you're not really setting that good example then as well, are you? So I think it is in terms of sustainability and also leading by example. And connected with that, this is something which um, I'm having to learn is asking for help. Yes. So um, I've always encouraged everyone I've worked with or my clients that if you ever need help, ask for it Mm. Um, because that communicates to someone where they can potentially help you, Mm -hmm. but also it's, well, if you ask for it, then you've got a chance of it happening. <laughs> yes, that's right. You know, the, when someone said to me recently, if you don't ask, the answer's always no. Hmm. So, you know, at least if you ask, you've got, you know, a bit more of a chance of getting a yes out of it. But if you don't yep. ask, the answer is always no. Um, now, we talked about your, your word for 2023 in terms of opportunity, and I think that's amazing. And I think, you know, with the way that we're looking at the world now, it is different. You know, I was saying that 22, I think, has been a year like no other anyway, even though things have started to open up and we're sort of going back to, you know, everyone keeps talking about you know, COVID normal or post-COVID, and I'm not sure either of those really sit right. Um, but anyway, we're where we are now in present time. Um, 2023 opportunity, 
your thinking is a good word. I think it's an excellent word. And I think there is, you know, so much to learn and to really take, you know, on board in terms of the opportunity that is in front of us. Um, do you have any sort of other insights into 2023, what it might look like for either you and the firm or, or the industry generally? Well, the, the word for us for 22 is flourish. So that was our word. So um, I feel like we have been doing a bit of that yeah. this year. Um, and so it's at the moment the word re- resonating with is opportunity, opportunities, um, opportunity, opportunities. So I'll probably in my, as in my, in my week where I take just to work on the business, no yeah. distractions. Um, that's where I'll probably relook at what is the word mm-hmm. here. And that's something I've never ever thought of doing a few mm-hmm. years ago. Um, yeah. But now, again, you've got to open sometimes to be a bit more uh, learning of information and a bit more flexible in that way. Um, but 23, I said, for me at the moment, that's just the word that's resonating is opportunities. I've been to a few events recently and uh, look, there is some concern about interest rates, about, mm-hmm. um, you know, where things are heading and the confusion. But I think overall, Australia in particular, I believe, is in a very good position. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where I think the mindset is going to be very, very important. I think there is a lot of opportunities out there for us business-wise, mm-hmm. um, but also personally to probably do things that we may not have been willing to do a few years ago or to take action for things that we would have been reluctant or scared of to do mm. previously. Um, we're in a time now where we have developed you know, the tech, we've developed the culture, the the flexibility and viewpoints uh, that I think we can actually create what we want to create. Mm. It's not going to be easy and it's not going to be something where it's going to magically happen. So mm. you people have to put the hard work onto it. So that's going to be the situation. Mm. Opportunities come, but you have to open the door and step out. Yeah. Um. I think it's also about getting out of your own way, right? So, I mean, you can, and and when you're talking about mindset, I think that's a really big, you know, part of that. You can look around in terms of what everybody's telling you. You know, I I, I totally agree in terms of the concern around uncertainty and interest rates. And we were talking yesterday, actually, um, on another one of these Reflections podcasts around that. But I was talking with another accountant. We got quite nerded out in terms of um, forecasting and budgets. And it was like, that's fine. We, we understand that, you know, there's going to be these increases in interest rates. But if we actually forecast for that and we forecast for different sort of events happening, we can look at what that means for us and the opportunities that might actually be there. And if we're prepared for that, then we're mm-hmm. actually in a much better place and we don't have to be freaked out about, um, you know, what might or might not happen because we've actually looked at different versions of that and what that might mean for us. So where you've got that mindset you're sort of in play, as you were saying, and you're actually on the lookout for opportunities, if you get out of your own way a little bit, you may actually see, um, you know, what's in front of you. Well, that's the thing. You've got to be open to looking as well. If your eyes are shut, you're never going to see anything. So that's the thing is you've actually got to be active, and I think a lot of people have let some things, opportunities just slip by them because it's out of their comfort zone or it's something where, you know, maybe the last few years have shown people that the comfort zone can still be completely wrecked. Mm. Um, so I think that's why I said for me the opportunities are there now because, one, people know that there isn't always going to be that stability. Mm. So you might as well have a look at different things mm. uh, and look at the opportunities out there. And I think, again, People are communicating a lot more their ideas. They're sharing knowledge a lot more. Um, 
there's also a bit more copying and um, probably not the right thing as well. So people are being more protective of their brand. They're opening right. their brand up to everyone and social and internet has allowed them to do that. But they're also realising that unfortunately there are some people who are not doing mm. the right thing. So they, have they can be sort of quite susceptible to vulnerability and, and you know, people are sort of coming and taking those ideas and not being entirely sort of ethical um, and full of integrity about it. Yeah, so I've had, even just recently, I've had a few calls about, and I think that's why the trademarking has picked up recently and just the yeah, wow. NDAs and confidentiality agreements and terms have probably picked mm. up because while we've got a lot of people now trying to grab onto opportunities, unfortunately some people are trying to hijack others and go yeah. with it. Um, no, I think um, the other thing we might see is, you know, the office premises has changed to a certain extent. Um, yeah. How is, I would be, we need people in the CBDs areas so other mm-hmm. small businesses around them can continue. But how is that going to look next year and the year mm-hmm. after? Because a lot of changes. Some people have realised, you know, the flexibility of full-time from home is not maybe viable for certain businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it doesn't allow them to grow as fast when they haven't got yeah. that committed team, teams, relationships or training. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll see flexible working will be in place for now on. Well, yeah, I'd love is. to see what happen with the trend of I'm seeing more four-day weeks yeah. in businesses. Um, is that a trend? How is that going to affect things in 2023? Is that mm. going to continue? Is that just going to mean people are going to have more employees working part-time rather than Job being- sharing and that sort of thing right? potentially. Yeah, so it's. I think next year is going to be. I'm very intrigued to see what happens in the the situation of um, how we do work, mm. um, as well as what are the opportunities. Governments seem to be a bit more willing to give flexible give grants for education mm-hmm. or development of businesses. I'm not sure if maybe on my eyes I'm more open. I'm aware of it now, or it's mm. been increasing. Um, yeah. So I mean, I've got some clients where we've worked with them and they've used the grant to help them take their business next level. Yeah, wow. Uh, again, maybe it's my eyes more open to it or it's actually yeah. we're seeing where the governments are actually investing more into it now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But 23 will be very interesting again, but I'm hoping it's an interesting where people are actually taking active steps more. They're actually going to say there are opportunities out there and I'm going to grab it. There's mm-hmm. things that are in flux. Um, we're still seeing, you know, maybe the impact of some of the legislation, the laws that have come through, how that's going to be. Was Did it work for the purpose it was intended? Has there been mm-hmm. unintended consequences? So mm-hmm. we may, about 12 months' time, see some, a few more legal reviews, maybe not legal changes as much, but maybe legal reviews mm-hmm. of laws, are they working? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe also the government then cracking down a few more times on people next year because they've given them the chance to get things done this year next year it's get it done yeah. Um, yeah. so uh yeah i think the trends for 2023 are overall positive i went to an economic breakfast recently where one of the comments they talked about was the aging population and the service industry the care hospitality yeah. um the growth in that area in particular in australia mm-hmm. and their view also was that um Yes, we're all hearing about recession and recession and all these concerns, but the feeling we got from those meetings was, yes, it's going to be a little bit hard over the next probably six, eight months, maybe a bit harder than usual, but nothing too big. Mm. And I thought we would come over it quite well in okay. how we in our country. So yeah. quite 
That's excellent. Yeah, it's a good point of view. And I think it's interesting to have those different points of view. And I think as um, such a large, you know, country that we are, um, we have lots of different pockets and patches that do feel things very differently. Like I actually think there's, you know, people screaming out for um, those sorts of services, especially with the ageing population in regional and rural Australia, that um, they just don't have enough resources there. There's funding for it. Um, you know, there's demand for it, but there's just not enough there. So there's a lot of opportunity, I think, in terms of, you know, exploring expansion of those areas there. Um, now, that's going to be very different to, you know, somebody looking in totally different industries in urban centres. Um, but I just think that there's so many different opportunities in different areas, in different industries, different geographical locations, that exactly as you said earlier, you know, you look at the mindset and you look around you for the opportunities, and I think you'll find there's quite a few there. And then I think it's just being willing to say, all right, um, I'm going to take a chance out of my comfort zone um, and, and asking people for help where, big disclaimer, <laughs> make sure you pick the right people to ask. Well, this actually, is correct, yes. <laughs> uh, I had a, another conversation just with someone recently where we're potentially having to review all their documents because um, they had an opportunity to work with, with another group Um and uh, I think it was the excitement of it and maybe a less costly initial approach. Mm. Unfortunately, there's a reason why yeah. it was less costly. Yeah, hard, yeah. um, so um, that was a bit of a, you know, hard conversation with someone to have. Yeah, but, sure. um, but as, you know, as I said to that person, uh, well, here's your chance now, your opportunity to actually get your foundations right to go where you want to go. So you've learned a lesson, a bit yeah. painful learn a lesson but let's go forward and take steps I think that's where I'll be saying to people you know with 2023 maybe take a bit of time to reflect we've Mm -hmm. gone through it we have gone through very hard time the last few years Mm -hmm. in having around us and a lot of new things to learn um, being thrown at us and adjustments to make to the path a lot of us were on so as we get into 23 take some time for yourself you are important if you don't look after yourself, everything else is going to fall down. Um, mm-hmm. Life changes rapidly. Things happen, things we don't predict. Um, you know, I've had a few friends and family who've passed on this year. So, mm-hmm. you know, you never know what's ahead of you. And I think mm-hmm. this is where take some time for yourself. It's important because you're investing in you, but your family and your life. Mm-hmm. In that, that, you know, are you valuing yourself? Mm-hmm. Have you taken opportunities that are actually out there? If you haven't, why haven't you taken those opportunities? Is it because mm-hmm. you're not having faith in yourself? Is it because you don't know what to do next? Is mm-hmm. it because you need some extra assistance to go the next steps? But maybe if you talk to someone, yes, you can't reach that high thing right at the moment, but you can move towards it. Yeah. And I think it's also another really important thing in terms of reflection is look back over your 12 months, actually see where you are now compared to where you were 12 months ago. And I think a lot of us would be very pleasantly surprised in terms of different, I didn't know you, I don't think, 12 months ago, Simone, not as much as I do now, for example. But do you know what I mean? There's your contacts that you've made throughout the course of the last 12 months, business that you've done, um, you know, impacts that you've had, you know, uh, output, all of those sorts of things, and just actually celebrating some of the, um, you know, the successes that you've had and the progress that you have had over 12 months. And I think when you look at that and then you look forward to the next 12 months, it sort of doesn't make some of those, you know, big things look as big, hairy and audacious anymore because it's like, well, you know what, I've actually done a bit this 12 months. Um, 
what's not to say I can't, you know, replicate that or go a little bit further, you know, in the 12 months to come. And I think that's super important as well. Um, Simone, before we um, leave today, normally I would ask you, and I have um, previously on the podcast about your best piece of um, business wisdom, but given the celebratory, you know, reflections element of um, this series, I'm asking my guests what their favourite end of year ritual might be. Um, for example, if you celebrate Christmas, is there any sort of set thing that you like to do? And um, especially coming into these sort of last few weeks of the working year, you know, what sort of ticks off and goes, all right, well, we're on the the downhill slide now um you know we heard about the santa with the countdown i like that that's a really great <laughs> once santa goes up then we're then we're on the way out um but is there anything else that you do um it's sort of a nice side of sort of traditional uh, i guess a tradition for you that celebrates this time of year well i think to this time of year it's sort of we know greek family background so it's we're going to be catching up with people. There's going to be events. There's going to be food, lots of food, lots of food. Um, and some of the Greek sweets, which you all love. Um, oh, yes, please. Yeah. Great Aussie. <laughs> um, saying that, one of our big traditions is my father always makes an apple crumble, <laughs> which isn't which isn't Greek, but what we is love tradition. That's great. That's delicious. Um, and you know, make the grubby others, the Greek sweets, yeah. and things like that. But uh, I think it's just catching, having that time where we're catching up with family is the important thing. But look, as you know, I've had changes in my life where, you know, I've got a young child now as well, which opens your eyes up a lot more to getting involved in Christmas activities. Um, I have bought um, a gingerbread house mould. Oh, okay. So that's a new tradition we're going to start this year right. is we're going to be making our gingerbread houses. Oh, I love that. So Make sure that's... you've got the air conditioning on when you start that process. <laughs> I'm, I'm, last time I made gingerbread houses was when I did uh, a catering hospitality course in high school, um, and it was that. very much a eat one, put one on the, eat one, put one on. Yes. Um, so with a toddler, it will be very interesting to see how it works now. But yeah. that's one I think the last few years has made me reassess a lot of things. And what I'm actually doing is I'm creating new traditions as well. Oh, I love that, Simone. That is so good. Yeah. So that's I said the one thing that new we're going to introduce this year is to make the gingerbread houses. I really would like to see photos of the finished <laughs> of the gingerbread houses. I must admit, um, I think they're such an amazing idea and they look so great. And I think just the, the effort, um, the time that you put in and the time that you spend doing that is really the the making of the memories, isn't it? It's going to be interesting as well because with a toddler, the perfectionism of my gingerbread house may not be the same as what. I would potentially like. You're going to throw the OCD out the window a little bit. I found that with um, decorating the Christmas tree and um, those sorts of, yeah, icing the gingerbread cookies and stuff. It's yeah. like, that's okay. It's all right, Alice. And it's been decorated in consultation with the family. Lovely. As I said, the sand is out doing the countdown. And so the next stage is going to be doing the uh, uh, gingerbread house. And then, of course, the families get together at Christmas. That's excellent. Look, thank you so much for your time today, Simone. It's been fabulous. I always enjoy chatting with you. I get so much out of it and it is just great to have those sorts of, um, I guess, knowledge sharing opportunities. Um, you know, and things to open your mind, as you say. They're things that we know a lot of the time, um, but it's things that we just need to sort of put back in place and acknowledge and make sure they're front of mind um, and have the right mindset, as you say. Um, I hope the rest of your year goes well and that you're able to have that break uh, to recoup before coming back to 2023. Um, 
And I'll say thank you to our listeners. Please make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of our fabulous 2022 reflections. Um, we'll talk soon. And until then, be wise in business. Thanks again, Simone. Thanks. Thanks, Sue. SMB Wisdom is proudly sponsored by SMB Advisory. SMB Advisory is a specialist firm of chartered accountants dedicated to providing specialist insolvency services to financiers, advisors, directors and individuals. The team at SMB Advisory are a safe set of hands to talk through your options when things get tough or when you find yourself in a tricky business situation and you're not sure what's next. Call the team on 1800 762 238 or send a message through the website www.smbadvisory.com.au to talk through the next steps in your business journey.